Hi there, everybody. It's uh, the Joda Podcast. I'm Joe. And I'm Da. And uh, hello. Uh, thanks for uh, listening. Uh, it's been a little bit since we did the last uh, podcast. Well, a lot of things have been going yeah, on. Yeah, we've had some stuff going on. That, and one of the things we'd like to share with you today, what we'd t- like to talk about. Yeah. Uh, for any of you who have listened for a while or listened to me on The Pulse or, or what have you, uh, you know about our kitty cat, Cooper. Mm-hmm. Our little black kitty cat, Cooper. You would hear him in the background meowing. He would meow every once in a while. We did a video uh, on... Uh, if you go to our YouTube page, you can see the video, everything about Cooper and all that kind of stuff. Well, Cooper, uh, Cooper went home to be with Jesus yeah. on Friday. We had to uh, put him down uh, because he was really, really, really sick and uh, just uh, not doing well, was not going to get better. And it was hard for us, but we knew it was the right thing to do for Cooper Yeah. so he wouldn't suffer. Yeah, we posted a video on Facebook of him. And Joe talked about it in church today. And then after church today, you know, a lot of our church family came up to us and they've gone through a similar thing or they understand or they've been hurt and they miss their animal too. And so we, we thought, let's sit down and let's talk because I feel like if you've ever owned a pet, you're, you've gone through this or you're going to go through this at some point and it's hard. And I feel like, you know, it would be good for us to explain the decision we came to, to mm-hmm. have them put down and... Um, you know what that what that was like for us and so if anyone else goes through this they they'll have something they can look back on and yeah. have a reference for well if you're not familiar with uh cooper's story uh we were thinking about getting a cat but we hadn't definitely decided on it yet have we talked about this on a podcast before uh i think we did a video with the everything about cooper video oh, okay but we haven't done this uh th- with the audio podcast oh i see i see yes we'll um, re- recap it we uh we wanted to get a cat and i forget where i was i you might, were at home i was at home maybe doing a i might have gotten home from a class it might have been when i was back in school or something yeah and we um, weren't even gonna get one at that time right i you, was just looking if you can't yeah. see i'm doing air quotations you and our friend uh, nimra decided <laughs> yes. you were gonna go to the shelter and just look yep. and you it were was, looking at the kittens yeah my friend uh, nimra when we lived in cleveland she worked with me at an apartment complex we were both uh, leasing agents and she we were just looking you know how we do we window shop for kittens that's just a normal thing but I've never in my life picked out my own pet ever. And I remember telling Joe, I want to be able to pick out my own pet. I've never been able to pick one out because I was, I've only had like kit when I was a kid pets, you know. And um, so I, we were just going to go look. I was kind of wanting I, like a gray kitten. I loved gray cats and I thought they were so pretty. And I, we have a friend, Deja, and she has a gray cat and it's just so pretty. And... Um, I was looking at all the kittens that they had there. And I went one direction and Nimmer went the other. And we were looking and this little black cat just kept following me around. And he was the only cat that was out in the shelter. And they said, oh, they we named him Sunshine because he's just the friendliest cat. He gets along with all the other cats. And he's the only cat that gets along with everybody and everything. And so they let him wander around as much as he wanted. A black and, cat named Sunshine. Yes, which I thought was really weird at the time. So I'm like, oh, that's nice. And so I kept looking at the kittens and I found a kitten. I'm like, oh, I want to play with them. And at this shelter, they had a cage that you could go into and sit down with with the pet and play with it and kind of bond with, with the pet. And um, so I was in there with the kitten and Cooper just wandered over and just sat at the cage and just watched me play with this kitten with these little eyes. And I'm just like, oh, okay. And I was at the time, like, I wasn't like 
gearing towards him, I was just feeling like, okay, he wants some attention. So I'll give this cat some attention. And so I gave the kitten to my friend Nimra and I said, let let him come in. I'll play with him for a second. And so Cooper came right and walked right into the cage. He knew it and he jumped right up on my lap and he just started kissing me and giving me kisses all over. And I looked at my friend Nimra and she just looked at me and she goes, I'll call Joe. (laughs) (laughs) And so she called Joe. Joe came down and met Cooper too. And Cooper did the same thing to you, didn't he? He jumped up on your lap and started giving you kisses. Yep. And it was like, okay, buddy, you're going home with us. And we took him home that night. Took him home that night. And, uh, we we didn't keep the name Sunshine. We called him Cooper because uh, he he had this little way of cooing when he purred. Yeah, it took us three days to name him. Yeah, we took three days to name this cat because nothing just seemed to fit his personality. And so as you like rub his fur, like and you get him going really good, he goes, and then he does a cooing on top, and he goes. <laughs> and he did that till the day he died he always did those coopers and so we that's how we got the name yeah. c-o-o-p-u-r cooper yeah he was he was a gift from god yes. because he i have never seen a cat like this before or since that just thoroughly loved everybody there was maybe one cat it wasn't my cat there was a cat at one of the group homes i worked at that was a really affectionate cat but none of the cats i ever had was uber affectionate and cooper was a lot like a dog and he, oh, he never met somebody he didn't like kids He'd greet you at the door he would greet you at the door he would let kids play with him mm-hmm. he liked having his belly rubbed love all over him yeah anybody could pick him up and carry him like he you could you would meet him and then two seconds he'd be by your lap wanting attention from you like yeah if you lay down a, on the couch he'd be on top of you whether you were a stranger a people pleasing cat oh. like he just loved people and he loved being talked to and he loved being sung to you, yeah you would sing lullabies yep. to him and he would just curl up and just nuzzle into your chest yeah he yeah. loved to be like carried on my shoulder he loved joe's beard like he loved to lick joe's beard you bathed me. He bathed him, and he, it, it would, he would get into this zone, <laughs> and like he could hear nothing or see nothing else but just the beard hair that was in front of him. It was he loved to bathe Joe. Yeah, he really did. Uh, yeah, and uh, he loved. I I I know. I don't know how I know, but I know that he knew what praying was. Oh yeah, because he would crawl up in your lap yep. when I was in the hospital after my big fall. Uh, it wasn't very long after we got Cooper that I fell. Yeah. And uh, he was a great comfort to you yep. during that time because he would climb up in your lap and you guys would pray for yep. me every, every morning, morning. We just prayed a simple prayer of please bring daddy home to us. And, and that's every- something he did his whole life. Yep. Was- Until the day he died. I prayed for him the, the morning we had him put down. I mean, we, I prayed, he was a praying cat. He loved to be prayed. He loved for, he loved to sit in your lap and you hold him close and like whisper the prayers in his ear. Like that's why he liked he really loved that. Yeah. He, uh, yeah, he was so talkative. He would answer you with questions. And like uh, one of the things that uh, helped on Friday when when we had to put him down was earlier Friday morning, I, I played an interview with Cooper that I had recorded an interview, quote unquote, that I had recorded with Cooper during COVID. You know, it'd be so great as if you could link that to this video. I'm here with Cooper, Cooper the kitty cat, to talk about quarantine. Cooper, how have you been handling quarantine, huh? Ah. Yeah? 
Has it been hard for a kitty just sleeping and eating treats and having mommy daddy home? Uh, it, it, it's been hard? Has life been hard for the kitty? Oh, uh, I'm sorry to hear that. Oh, well, what's your favorite thing about being home with mommy and daddy? You don't? Oh, okay. So, are you are you the cutest kitty in the whole wide world? Yeah, yeah, you are. So, do you do you have a word for the people about uh, staying positive? Say God's in control. Say God's in control. Oh, uh, yeah. Don't eat my microphone. Yeah. Say God's in control. Yeah. We, uh, I played that. I just asked him some random questions and he, he meowed at me and I kind of, I edited it together a little sure. bit to make it, you know, fit. But I played that Friday morning around seven ten, just to honor Cooper. And when we went in to put him down, the vet tech, Kaylee, uh, she saw my hat, uh, 104.3, the pulse mm-hmm. hat where I work. And she goes, you know, I listened to the pulse and I heard his little interview this morning and I just sat in my car and cried and thought of you guys and prayed. And that, that was something we needed to hear that. And then, uh, Dr. Erica Cooper's vet, uh, she, she wasn't scheduled to put him down, but she juggled her schedule so she could do it because she loved Cooper and Cooper loved her. Yeah. Cooper was kind of, was one of their favorite cats. He, Dr. Erica was just very kind. Like, Cooper was a people person, but he was scared. You know, when he went to the vet, he was always scared. And the only, I always joke, the only time he liked his carrier was when we were at the vet. And she would just, we would open up the carrier and she wouldn't force him. She would just get down on his level and talk to him really calmly. And then she would wait until he headbutted her. And then she would work on him. Yeah. She took her time with him and, and, you know, spoke his language, so to speak. She's such a great vet. And she, she put her face down by him and, you're such a good boy. You're such a handsome boy. And mm-hmm. you just, just talked to him, comfort, comforted him and gave him the shot. And his little head just went down. Yeah. And it, <sighs> I have to say the hardest thing about this whole thing was making that decision. Yeah. And I wasn't sure how I felt about putting an animal down. Was it against God's will? You know, because shouldn't it happen naturally? And and I know it's kind of a sore topic for some people, and some people lean towards one way, and some people lean towards the other. And we have my sister-in-law has has done this with cats both ways. She's let the cat pass away on their own, and she's had a cat where she had to put them down. And I don't know if there's a right or wrong answer, but Cooper in his last days was very sick. He was he was. He took no joy in anything. No. At the at the very end, he he loved bath time and getting brushed, and you tried to do that for him, and it was hurting him. It was like hurting he him. Like he didn't want it, and that was his favorite thing. He couldn't make it to the litter box in time. He was and and, and it was just pure diarrhea because they think he had uh, lymphoma of the intestines. Yeah, I think that's what she said. Cancer. And he, you know, he also had other. I mean, as yeah. you know, if you've listened to the podcast, he was also a handicapped cat yeah he had bum paws we have steps throughout our house and things for him to be able to get up into things but towards the end he was he couldn't keep control of his bowels and he was he was either vomiting or pooping things out constantly he would eat constantly but he just could not keep it in him and so he lost a lot of weight he was five pounds probably less than that the day of yeah because he was very skinny like it got to a point where i was scared to pick him up because i was afraid i would just snap him but he 
the last we knew Wednesday, we made the decision Wednesday, I think that we were going to have him put down. And then I talked to a vet Wednesday and got him scheduled for Friday. Not going to lie, knowing ahead of time those two days was hard. It felt like countdown to execution. It was and, just constant tears in this house. And every everything was, this is the last time he's going to do this. This is the last time he's going to lay in the sun. Because we, we took him outside before we went to the vet. And he laid on the sidewalk. And he loves sunning himself. Mm-hmm. And he just, he laid there in the sun. And he was looking around. And he loved being outside. And he wasn't an outside cat. But he loved going out and staying on the concrete. He didn't get out in the grass or anything but he would stay there on the warmth and he was just enjoying it and uh, you know it, it was hard those last two days but i don't regret having that time because to say goodbye you, yeah we got to say goodbye and it, it mentally you knew that these were your last moments like i kind of made sure i paid attention to it and like how his fur felt in my face and kissing his little ears and and I also knew he was he was we, he was going to be dying, and so I'm like, have whatever you want, buddy. He's yeah. always wanted to try ice cream, so we let him try ice cream. He loves to eat French fries, so we bought him some French fries. He had all of his favorites, plus some things he's always wanted to try. Like yeah. it was fun to see him kind of explore some new things before he died, and I I liked having that kind of time with him. And, but it and was we hard. Did, and and we lie. didn't put him in the carrier on the way over. We didn't want to stress him out. He sat in my lap. And uh, looked out the window. We had the windows down the whole way to the vet. He loved he loved car rides. He loved to look around. As long as he wasn't in his carrier, carrier, he loved being in the car. Yes, he was an adventure cat for sure. We, we just put him in the carrier to take him from the car into the the vets. Mm-hmm. That was all because we didn't want to stress him out. And I think he had a good last day. Yeah, we tried to make sure he did. I and that's that's what I did like about having that appointment is that we could plan to do that kind of stuff for him would i have rathered him just go into sleep oh absolutely, absolutely. and we, were we prayed praying that. for it yeah we prayed that you know jesus just please take him but i don't know i don't know why uh it was maybe jesus knew we just needed a little extra time yeah him. and i know a lot of people out there are like it's just an animal I animals know. aren't in heaven don't worry i mean well first off you're a cold-hearted person well, and also god god grieves with, with us when we grieve yeah you know he created these these animals for our pleasure mm-hmm. and he brings them into our lives and they add so much and yes they're they're not like you and me they they don't have souls like you and i do but god created them they're they're his creations and I, you know, heaven, I don't have scripture to back this up or anything. This is just something I hope and pray for that, you know, heaven's going to be filled with the things that brought us joy. In, in, God's beautiful creation. God's beautiful creation. And All, Cooper was beautiful. Yeah. And, and we have thousands of pictures. <laughs> I, yeah. And I, I hope I get up there and I see Biscuit, my dog. And Mina and Smokey and Scamper and Cooper, all these love, loving pets that we had uh, throughout my life. And um, because they added something, every one of them added something to our lives. And I think, you know, if it's paradise and we believe we're going to see our loved ones again, well, our pets were our loved ones. Mm-hmm. So it might not be scriptural. It might not be doctrine or anything but it's what i hope for and pray for yeah i know that there's a lot of people that feel the same way we do and even our church family a lot of them reached out to us telling us their pet stories and sending us pictures of their pets and they really connected to it so you know they're not just pets they're helpers in our lives and 
you know, even one of our family members at church was saying how when they were depressed, they got an animal and that animal was the helped them. Like, yeah. you know, it was a reason to get up and makes you take care of something that's outside of yourself. And it makes you focus on another living creature. And, and it helps you to get out of that depression state. And I, you know, God has blessed us with pets. And, you know, I don't take God's blessings for granted. And I'm very happy that he allowed us to be blessed with Cooper. He touched lives. a lot of hearts. Mm-hmm. His grandma, my mom, yeah, back oh, in Ohio. He and loved grandma. Aunt Mandy, Uncle Travis. Uh, Uncle Andy. Steve. He loved Andy and Sarah. And yeah. my, my dad would like pretend like he didn't like them, but I know my I know you, Dad. <laughs> I know you and animals. I know you liked Cooper. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody liked Cooper. Uh, yeah, you'd even, have to be cold-hearted. Not even his last week of life when he wasn't feeling good, um, some friends of ours came over, brought their, their kids over to go mm-hmm. swimming. And Cooper, even though he was in pain and not feeling good, he let these kids love on him and pet him and give him attention. Mm-hmm. And he just, he was good as gold. Yeah. He, he just had that peaceful, loving, kind spirit that... You wish humans had. Yeah. I always say to Joe, like, I've never met an animal that had so many fruits of the spirit. He was so gentle and patient and kind and loving. And, you know, he was all the fruits of the spirit. And I've never met an animal that just embodied all of that and everything. And we even have our goddaughters would come over. And one of our goddaughters is allergic to cats. And every time that she knew she would come over, she would tell her mom, I need to take my medicine so I can pet Cooper. And she's a very hyperactive kid. You know, she's had some some situations and Cooper calmed her. Like it was just, he was a calming, calming spirit in her life. And so yeah. I'm, I'm glad I'm not the one that has to tell them that he's not around anymore, but it's, um, yeah, I don't know. Pets, pets mean a lot. And if you have a pet, Maybe hug them a little closer for us today and, and just remember to cherish every moment you have with them. They are a blessing from the Lord. They are a blessing. And I believe God's going to bring it, bring some kitties into our life yeah. in the future. Um, we're taking a break from being... Yeah, this one's, this one's hard. This one hurts. This one's very, very hard. And Cooper will never be replaced. No. He will always be part of our family. We'll just add to the joy of our family with yeah. some kitty cats later. And I think... We're agreed that whenever we do, we're going to get two cats so mm-hmm. they can be Have comfort company. with each other when we're out and about. Because unfortunately, Cooper was alone a lot. Yeah. And he, I, I know he didn't like that. Yeah, he was such a social cat. And, you know, even if we went away for a night or two somewhere, I always had someone stay with him because if he was left alone too long, it depressed him. Yeah. He was he's such a social animal. And so we always made sure someone could check in on him at least while we were gone for a night or two. We would never leave him alone more than a night. And yeah. we never did. He was always with us. Yeah. He even traveled across the country with us a couple times. Yep, absolutely. So but, do you have a, a pet story of a, of a pet that's no longer with you that how, how, how that pet changed your life? the effect that cat or dog or, or hamster or whatever had on your life and your story of letting go and how God helped you through that. Uh, you can email me Joe at the pulse.mn and uh, I'll pass that story along to da uh, Joe at the pulse.mn uh, wherever you're hearing this podcast, if you're going through the pulse website or if you're going through our YouTube page, uh, one of those two ways. But, um, or if you have a topic you'd like us to talk about, yeah. email that there too. You know, if there's something you would like for us to discuss, pretty much we just like to come on here and share our life. You know, yep. 
in our ministries. And we, we don't have oh, so sorry. We don't have super agendas. We don't have super uh, topics or a whole mm-hmm. lot. Uh, it's just usually what's happening in our lives at the moment. We talk fishing. We yeah. t- we talk God. We talk animals, pets, pets. each other, marriage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, thanks for listening. And babe, did you have anything else that you wanted to add? Just that I love you. I and God loves you. And, and he'll keep you forever. And ever and ever. And we'll keep you forever, Cooper. We love you. Forever. Forever. Well, ch- check you later, guys. Mm-hmm.